Liss, I said, shaking her. Liss, wake up. Her screams dropped off, replaced by soft whimpers. Andre, she moaned. Oh, God. I helped her sit up. Liss, you aren't there anymore. Wake up. After a few moments, her eyes fluttered open, and in the dim lighting, I could see a flicker of consciousness start to take over. Her frantic breathing slowed, and she leaned into me, resting her head against my shoulder. I put an arm around her and ran a hand over her hair. It's okay, I told her gently. Everything's okay. I had that dream. Yeah, I know. We sat like that for several minutes, not saying anything else. When I felt her emotions calm down, I leaned over to the nightstand between our beds and turned on the lamp. It glowed dimly, but neither of us really needed much to see by. Attracted by the light, our housemate's cat, Oscar, leapt up onto the sill of the open window. He gave me a wide berth. Animals don't like vampires for whatever reason, but jumped onto the bed and rubbed his head against Lissa, purring softly. Animals didn't have a problem with Moroi, and they all loved Lissa in particular. Smiling, she scratched his chin, and I felt her calm further. When did we last do a feeding? I asked, studying her face. Her fair skin was paler than usual. Dark circles hung under her eyes, and there was an air of frailty about her. School had been hectic this week, and I couldn't remember the last time I'd given her blood. It's been like more than two days, hasn't it? Three? Why didn't you say anything? She shrugged and wouldn't meet my eyes. You were busy. I didn't want to... Screw that, I said, shifting into a better position. No wonder she seemed so weak. Oscar, not wanting me any closer, leapt down and returned to the window, where he could watch at a safe distance. Come on, let's do this. Rose, come on. It'll make you feel better. I tilted my head and tossed my hair back, baring my neck. I saw her hesitate, but the sight of my neck and what it offered proved too powerful. A hungry expression crossed her face, and her lips parted slightly, exposing the fangs she normally kept hidden while living among humans. Those fangs contrasted oddly with the rest of her features. With her pretty face and pale blonde hair, she looked more like an angel than a vampire. As her teeth neared my bare skin, I felt my heart race with a mix of fear and anticipation. I always hated feeling the latter, but it was nothing I could help a weakness I couldn't shake. Her fangs bit into me hard, and I cried out at the brief flare of pain. Then it faded, replaced by a wonderful golden joy that spread through my body. It was better than any of the times I'd been drunk or high, better than sex, or so I imagined since I'd never done it. It was a blanket of pure, refined pleasure, wrapping me up and promising everything would be right in the world. On and on it went. The chemicals in her saliva triggered an endorphin rush, and I lost track of the world, lost track of who I was. Then, regretfully, it was over. It had taken less than a minute. She pulled back, wiping her hand across her lips as she studied me. You okay? I, yeah. I lay back on the bed, dizzy from the blood loss. I just need to sleep it off. I'm fine. Her pale, jade-green eyes watched me with concern. She stood up, 
I'm going to get you something to eat. My protest came awkwardly to my lips, and she left before I could get out a sentence. The buzz from her bite had lessened as soon as she broke the connection, but some of it still lingered in my veins, and I felt a goofy smile cross my lips. Turning my head, I glanced up at Oscar, still sitting in the window. You don't know what you're missing, I told him. His attention was on something outside. Hunkering down into a crouch, he puffed out his jet black fur. His tail started twitching. My smile faded, and I forced myself to sit up. The world spun, and I waited for it to right itself before trying to stand. When I managed it, the dizziness set in again, and this time refused to leave. Still, I felt okay enough to stumble to the window and peer out with Oscar. He eyed me warily, scooted over a little, and then returned to whatever had held his attention.